0: Welcome to Mr. and Mrs. Therapy. We're your hosts, Tim and Ruth Olson, licensed marriage and family therapists and trauma experts.
1: We provide wisdom for personal growth and healthy relationships. Stick with us and you'll gain practical tools and insights that will help you be a healthier and happier youth. Hey everyone, welcome back to Mr. and Mrs. Therapy. We are so glad that you're here with us today. Right now, we're in the series of personality and relationships. And we're going through the different preferences of the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator. But before we begin, we just wanted to take a moment and thank each of you who have left a review for us. We read each and every one of them, and we are so thankful for you. Thank you for those who have left five-star ratings. We know that your time is precious. It really does make a difference in helping this podcast reach other people. So thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, we're going to jump right back into thinking versus feeling. If you haven't already listened to the first part, go back and listen to that. And if you haven't listened to the other episodes on the Myers-Briggs and the different preferences, I would really encourage you to go back and listen to them. So let me really quickly just recap the different preferences of the Myers-Briggs. The first is introverted versus extroverted, and that's how do you recharge. The next is sensing versus intuition, and that's how do you gather information or take in and process information. And this one that we're on today is thinking and feeling. And so based on that information that you gathered, how do you make decisions? All right, let's go ahead and jump on in as we continue to talk about thinking versus feeling. So we've just talked about thinking versus feeling in those five areas. Decision making, communication style, problem solving, criticism, and decision making under pressure. Now I want to go through part of a list that I think describes thinking versus feeling very well. And this is actually from the Gifts Differing book. It's Understanding Personality Types, and it's by Isabel Briggs Myers and Peter Myers. And so some of these will be similar to what we've already discussed, but here's a list. So for thinkers, when forced to choose between truthfulness and tactfulness, they'll usually choose to be truthful. Whereas feelers, when forced to choose between truthfulness and tactfulness, they'll usually choose to be tactful.
0: And so I very vividly remember this one incident. Uh, I was a lifeguard, and next to the pool there was a skate park. One of the boys on the skate park had fallen and knocked out his tooth. And we went over to give first aid, and the boy was kind of in a daze. Now looking back, I think he probably had a concussion. But he was asking if he was going to need to go to the dentist or get a shot. And I was not being very tactful. I was just being very logical. I was like, yeah, you probably are going (laughs) to. And then people around me were kind of aghast, the other lifeguards even. And they're like, why are you telling him that? That's not helpful now. Well, I wasn't being very tactful, but I was being honest. And I was just like, well, I want to tell him the truth. Yeah, you're probably going to have to go to the dentist. They're going to have to give you a shot. And you're going to have to try to get that tooth put back Mm -hmm. in. But now looking back it in hindsight, it's not necessarily the most helpful thing to say because, right, he's not the one who's going to be making the decision on that. But for me, in that moment, it was like, well, this is truthful and I'm going to tell you what the truth is. So the next one is that people who are thinking are more likely to question conclusions of other people based on principle, believing them to be more likely to be wrong. And this is something I find myself doing. A lot of times I'll read like a quote or a statement or something like that. And I immediately want to go in and tear it apart, not because I want to hurt someone's feelings, but because I'm analyzing, is that true or is that accurate? And I'm not even necessarily playing devil's advocate, where I'm just trying to advocate for the other side, but I'm trying to look and see and analyze, is that thing accurate or not? And an easier way to think about that is just, is there any way I can think of this as wrong?
1: Whereas feelers are likely to agree with people around them, thinking like others, believing them probably right. So a good example of this is I was sitting around and talking to some fourth graders and we were talking about space and they gave me a fact that I had no clue on, that I had never heard before. And for me, I just thought, oh man, that's really cool. And I totally did just believe that that was probably right. Whereas if Tim was in that situation, if he hadn't known about that before, he would question, is that right? And then go and check it out.
0: Oh, for sure. And our kids tell me things all the time that don't strike me right where I'm like, that can't be true. And I think I'll even say it to them I'll be like, no way, let's look that up. And so I'll look it up and sure enough they'll have told me something that's accurate and I'll be like, wow, that's so cool. But yeah, my initial reaction is if based on the body of information that I have already swirling around in my head that doesn't seem to go along with things I might know about in that area or vicinity of information they just told me, I'll be much more likely to out-of-pocket deny that. But then look that up then to verify, is that true or is that not true? So one of the things that bugs me so much is when I believe something's true, I say it and then I find out later, oh, I was totally wrong about that, actually. I do want my information in my head to be accurate. And so I always want to verify before I say something, is that true or is that not true?
1: Whereas I would right off the bat believe them and then I would go and check it out. So it's not that I would just believe these fourth graders and for the rest of my life, start telling other people that same fact. But it's right off the bat, I would believe them and affirm them and say, oh, that's really cool. And then I'd check it out. Whereas Tim, like he said, would go check it out and then say, that's really cool.
0: The next little thing is that people who are thinkers have a tendency to be naturally brief and businesslike they can often seem like they lack sociability without even recognizing that they're doing that. And I can totally see this in myself where sometimes I'm a little too straight to the point and I don't do any pleasantries. It's just, hey, here's what needs to be done. And I get right to it versus like, hey, how you doing? Oh, yeah. Oh, so nice. OK, well, let's get this done. Right. It's I, uh, I tend to have a desire to skip that part. Not that I'm trying to be rude, but it's like this is why we're really having the conversation. And so let's try to get this done with.
1: Whereas feelers are naturally friendly, whether sociable or not, they find it difficult to be brief and businesslike. Which is funny because this kind of looks a lot like introvert-extrovert, right? It's very similar. And I was talking to a friend last night and she was giving an example of when they sell things on Facebook Marketplace. She is very brief to the point, the person comes to the door, she hands the item, she takes the money and they're done. <laughs> they go on their way. Whereas for her husband... He'll go and he'll pick something up and she's in the car with all the kids, you know, kind of trying to keep them entertained. And he's talking to them for a half an hour about anything and everything. And that's very much Tim and I. Even in that same situation, Tim would be that very businesslike and to the point. And by the end of the conversation with me, I could probably tell you how many kids they had, what ages they are.
0: Or even how their colonoscopy went.
1: <laughs> that's not true.
0: Mostly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but there is such a big difference.
0: So the next one is, thinkers are very good at organizing facts and ideas into logical sequences. They state the subject, they make the necessary points, and they come to a conclusion and are able to stop there without repetition. And so people who are thinkers have a tendency to be able to express ideas very well and tell stories in a way where you can follow along and understand the beginning, middle, and the end.
1: Whereas feelers usually find it hard to know where to start a statement or in what order to present what they have to say. They may therefore ramble and repeat themselves with more details than a thinker wants or thinks is necessary.
0: This is actually a very funny one for us because sometimes I tell you I would rather you give me almost like caveman talk or give me (laughs) the bullet points. But then you go on and you give me like every single detail of something that had happened and I'm not interested in every detail. Give me the important, fun or interesting things and then that'll be the end. I don't need to hear every piece of the sequence. But then I also know for you, you do like the details. You kind of want to hear every sequence of my day. And that makes you feel connected to me versus for me, hearing every sequence of the day does not make me feel more connected.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I think a lot of times because you are so strategic and you're able to have that logical sequence, when we're at a gathering, a lot of times I'll defer to you to tell a story. If something gets brought up, I'll tell them, oh, tell them about that time.
0: Or even sometimes you'll start a story and then you'll drop it on me halfway through.
1: (laughs) I do. I do that because I know you're such a great storyteller and I love that about you.
0: The next is how do thinkers deal with emotions that go against what their thinking and judgments are. And what a thinker tends to do is they want to then suppress incompatible emotions that challenge that judgment. So they don't want to let that in because they think logically that doesn't make sense. And so they're going to have a tendency to try to distance themselves from those emotions.
1: Whereas feelers will suppress, undervalue, and ignore thinking that's offensive to their feeling judgments. But I think it is true because when I'm thinking or making decisions, because remember, thinking and feeling is how you make decisions. And so if there's any type of thinking or the facts that don't take into account the feelings of others and how it impacts others, then I am more likely to kind of undervalue or push that aside and make sure that what in my mind is of utmost important is first taken care of.
0: In the final category we're going to talk about is how does thinking and feeling contribute to society? Thinkers contribute to the welfare of society by intellectual criticisms of its habits, customs, and beliefs, by exposure of wrongs, Solutions to problems and the support of science and research for the enhancement of human knowledge and understanding now That's a mouthful, but all that is logically based thinking and analysis towards pointing out Hey, there's a thing we've been doing and that thing we've been doing even though we've been doing that for a long time There's a problem with that I'm going to critique that and then I'm going to offer what is an alternative solution to solve that problem that is presenting
1: Whereas feelers contribute to the welfare of society by their loyal support of good works and those movements generally regarded as good by the community, which they feel correctly about, and so they can serve more effectively. And I think that's very true of feelers. One, to support things that really align with their beliefs and things that really impact the people around them and the good of the community altogether.
0: So to summarize today's podcast, what we want you to take away from it Specifically is that thinking versus feeling, it's not that thinkers don't feel and feelers don't think, but that it's based on what do they prioritize in making decisions. Thinkers are more going to prioritize logic when making decisions versus feelers are going to more prioritize making decisions that have positive impacts on others. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. And remember, your mind is a powerful thing. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Mr. and Mrs. Therapy. If you enjoyed this podcast or found it helpful, we'd love for you to take some time and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. If you have a question or topic you'd like discussed in future episodes, visit our Facebook group, Mr. and Mrs. Therapy Podcast, and let us know.
1: Disclaimer. Although we are mental health providers, this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide diagnosis or treatment. Please seek professional help if you're struggling with persistent mental health issues, chronic marital issues, or call the National Suicide Hotline at
0: 988 if you are contemplating suicide.